0: It's been a while, but welcome to Strengthened by Grace. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and spend time with me. Um, I wanted to go ahead and just dive in. So we thank you, Holy Spirit. We, We just appreciate you, Holy Spirit. We worship you, Jesus. God, you are holy. You are mighty. And I just ask, Holy Spirit, that you allow your words to become my words, that you allow your ways to become my ways, God. Say what you want to say do what you want to do, Father. And I just thank you, Father God, for the fire of Jesus in my life, Jesus, and uh, that you would begin to open the ears of your listeners, that you would begin to open their hearts, Jesus, that you would begin to open their minds, Father, that you would begin to just speak and penetrate through the walls that they may have placed, anything, any barriers, Father. We just we just remove it right now in the name of Jesus. Any distractions, Father, we just remove it right now. And we just thank you, Father God, for the word of God, Lord, that this word is not just another word, but it is a word that transforms and allows your people to become focused in the name of Jesus. All right, guys. So um, this is just a quick message and um I guess almost like an activation for for you, and so um, I was listening to another podcast by Trent Shelton. Um, he's a motivational speaker, and I just I just love how he speaks. I love how he motivates, and something so profoundly that he was saying, and it had nothing to do with what I'm going to speak about, but it awakened, it activated something in me. He said, "If what we want." Re- Requires us to be someone we are not, then we don't need it. Man, that is so good. I'm going to repeat it again. If what you want requires you to be something you are not then you don't need it so i would recommend that you take an inventory of your life inventory of what you're doing and if what you're doing is creating you to be someone that you are not remember we have spoken about authenticity we have spoken about living a life of integrity that we would be who god created us to be I think about Romans 8 where it says that the world is groaning For the sons and daughters to arise. I mean, think about the groans. They're like childbearing, right? Like we have aches and we have pains. And, you know, we have all of those things as we are uh, releasing something into the earth. We are releasing a new birth, right, into the earth. And um, something the Lord has during my time with Him, something that He keeps saying to me, is you know the cha- the earth is basically the earth is groaning for the sons and daughters of god to arise right but if we are pursuing things that requires us to be someone that we are not then we are not pursuing the assignment of God for our lives. If we are having to compromise who we are in Christ Jesus, then that is not for us. And why is this important? I mean, we can turn on the news, we can just look outside and we can see in the Bible, it talks about, you know, I think about, um, to be honest with you, thank you, Holy Spirit, that the Kumbaya Christianity is over. Like, I know that I know that God is love. I know that he is a God of peace. He is a God of love. He is a God of joy and all of these things, right? But I think there's also a great sense, a duality of who he is, that, you know, there he is the Lord of hosts. I mean he he has an angelic army and I think he's really like calling us to begin to prepare and I'm not saying Jesus is coming back tomorrow, but I'm saying that he is wanting us to really prepare ourselves and become who he has called us to be. In Exodus 33, it talks about how, you know, um, Moses says that, you know, if God does not go with them, then he doesn't want to go, that he will only go where God goes with him. And then he said, you know, let people know that we have been distinguished. Let us be like set apart consecrated and I think that's really where God is leading us in you know in seasons of healing and all of that is really that we would become distinguished from everybody else you know I think about if we were I think there's some and I keep I've I've actually been in this season reading Jeremiah and everything that I read in Jeremiah it's all about destruction. It's all about him as a prophet saying the truth of God, speaking the truth of God, but the culture and the atmospheres do not receive it because it's about destruction, right? But we don't have to go too far to look at our world and see that destruction is already here. And God is wanting us to prepare our mind, body, soul, and spirit For what life is going to turn out, look like, and be. And I'm not saying there's not going to be times of joy and all of that. But one thing out of my own personal experience is that the world, even in the Bible, it says the world is going to become more wicked. It's going to become more darker. So we must become brighter. And I'm going to go into scripture, a beautiful scripture that the Holy Spirit led me to was... um, thank you lord was first john 1 Five through 7. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So here God is saying that, you know, God is light in him. there is no darkness. So if we say that we have fellowship with him, why are we still walking in darkness? Why are we still walking or doing things that basically grieve and quench the Holy Spirit in our lives? I think about also, and this is, you know, one of the, I mean, it's kind of, Oh, Lord, I don't even know. So Holy Spirit, please help me. But in John 1, 5, it talks about the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, I do take this very seriously in a sense of us being set apart, of us not compromising to what the culture wants us to be. You know, like Trent Shelton said, if what we want requires us to be someone we are not, then we do not need it. And how many things are we seeking? after that actually do not align to what we are or who we are in the kingdom of God the world is groaning for the sons and daughters to arise the world is groaning for the sons and daughters of God to be who he created them to be and one of his um guest speakers in the podcast he said and i've never looked at it this way and it was so amazing he said in the beginning the world the lord created the world he created the heavens he created the skies the oceans i mean everything but what did he say was missing He said that you and I were missing, so He created humankind. So we are the missing link. We are the missing piece of the puzzle. And so our life matters. Your life matters. However, if we are not living and becoming who God created us to be, we are basically hindering the move of God in our lives and through our lives. The world is groaning for the sons and daughters of God to arise, to begin to walk out as God had created them that we would take a hold of the calling that God has given us in our lives and not settle back now what does this have to do with this message the world is getting darker Things are becoming more wicked and you can just look at the whole Bible. I mean, if you want a reference, go to Jeremiah, begin to read Jeremiah, begin to seek God for your own and look that, you know, the Kumbaya Christianity is over. I mean, I think about groups of uh, progressive Christians, you know, and different groups that are compromising the word of God and that you know, are saying that, wh- thank you, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit said to me, and I I may read it to you later, it basically said... Um, he said, you know, we call, we call what is evil good and good evil. And these are the times where it's really important for us to seek God for ourselves, to seek the word of God, to hunger and thirst for righteousness, that we would not say we have fellowship with the Lord and still walk in darkness, right? That we are really becoming the light of the world and that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. I, in my own personal life, I can give you an example of this. And for example, um, me and the boys were at... Um, we were at Walmart. We went to go do some shopping and stuff. And um, thank you, Holy Spirit. We went to go do some shopping. And Judah was, you know, in the car and stuff. And he started singing. I mean, the kid loves to sing. He just loves to praise and things like that. And um, And so... Um, Jacob was also singing in in the you know, as we were shopping, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, and he was just singing it and singing it. And then all of a sudden this lady started manifesting. And what I mean, I'm I'm not saying like here devil, there that devil Everywhere there is a devil I'm just saying that the world is getting darker that our surroundings our surroundings are becoming more wicked that just that's just the nature that's what God said that in this lifetime we will have many troubles but be of good cheer he has overcome them right and so I think about you know how in Walmart all of a sudden this lady started manifesting a demonic spirit And she was getting agitated by the boy singing. And she started screaming at us. She started yelling. She started just telling telling me, um, cussing me off and doing that. Remember, we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in high places. Then a second time. This past weekend, we were walking, we went kind of downtown area and we started walking by the river walk and all of a sudden this black Israelite, which they think that the white man is the oppressor and so forth, um, started manifesting in front of us, started cussing us out, yelling at us and all they did was begin to speak in tongues, okay, I had that, this same weekend, I, I went to Goodwill and all of a sudden, you know, um, I could just feel like this negative demonic presence at that store. I begin to feel just... I'm very sensitive to the energy of people that God has allowed me. I think it's a gift that he has given me to be very in tune with people's emotions, be in tune um, to discernment just so I know what to pray for, right? And so he began, I began to feel like vibrations, like there was actual vibrational frequency that was not good, that was not heavenly. Then today we went to AT&T and I went to go ask a couple of questions. The same thing happened. The guy started being really rude and agitated and so forth. And I could feel once again that vibrational frequency. You know, it's not something that we can see, but it's definitely something that I can feel. And then, the Lord lately has been giving me dreams of even people in the church that are possessed by demonic spirits, and I'm praying over them now, um, that they're basically manifesting. And what I'm saying, this is not to scare you. This is not to be like, ooh, you know. But it's really the to take heed of like God is calling us to live a life of consecration. God is calling us to live a life of holiness, and that's what it is of holiness are we living lives that are truly being lived in the light you know and I'm not talking about a religious spirit no I'm talking about that we believe the word of God we believe that things are going to take place and that we are living lives that are being distinguished beyond everybody else that we are being set apart for what God wants to do to us and 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 for us and through us that we are living that we really I guess guys taking the word of god seriously that we are not compromising once again the world is groaning for the sons and daughters of god to be who that he created them to be you are the missing link if you are following things that are compromising or requiring you to be someone that you are not then you don't need it you need to stop pursuing it Do what God is asking you to do. Live a life of holiness, hunger and thirst for righteousness. I mean, the world is getting darker and darker and more wicked. And we need to stand out. Like, we need to take the word of God seriously, set, be set apart and live lights, live lives in the light of Jesus. He is the light in us. But if we lie to ourselves and still live in darkness, the light of Jesus is not in us and we are lying to ourselves. And God is calling us into the light. He is God, He's calling us to stop compromising, to be like, to be to chase things, uh, to chase after things that really don't matter. Our focus should be Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. If you are not seeking God and God is your focus, then everything else is your focus. You are distracted, and so the world groans for the sons and daughters of God to arise. The world is groaning for us to be truly who God called us to be. We are are the missing link. The Kumbaya Christianity is over. We are coming into a different a different atmosphere that we have not seen before and I'm not kidding you guys though it's becoming more and more wicked. There are more demonic manifestations that I'm beginning to see that I have never seen or experienced before and why am I saying this because we need to be carriers of the light. Jesus must really reside in us. We are the light of the world but if we are deceiving ourselves and doing things that God says he calls sin in our lives we are deceiving ourselves and we are quenching and grieving the Holy Spirit another key point that I wanted to tell you is that God is calling us to adjust to the Holy Spirit not vice versa you know we have been doing Christianity in a sense of like I think about you know how many evangelical Christians are leaving the church the traditional church why because we're not really becoming who God created us to be we are playing around we're pretending to be Christians instead of being Christians you know and I think about progressive Christianity like why why are people leaving the church you want to know why because there's no power they see no one transforming and living out the Word of God but we are those people like that's why I'm saying like I'm so passionate about it that we are these people that we need to get ready we need to be the examples and not of a religious spirit, but of what Jesus did on the cross, that he died for our sins, that even while we were still sinners, he saw value in us. He wanted us. He chose us from the beginning of the world. We were called into the kingdom of Jesus. There are lives that are There are people that are not going to be saved. And and I just think about like really guys, like all of these things, like do we not see what the devil is doing? He wants us to fight against one another, to slander one another, to talk about one another and so forth. And in reality, he wants us, he wants uh, us not to be united, but God call us into unity. And I think about all of these experiences that I've had in the past month or two months, you know, of demons manifesting in front of me right and I really believe that that's going to happen even more as much as the light and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit you know there's also going to be wicked manifestations that take place and God is calling us to be set apart to be able to live a life of holiness to take inventory I'm not telling you what to do I'm just saying Follow and pursue holiness. What is grieving and quenching the Holy Spirit in your life? And ask Him and adjust to the Holy Spirit. Not expect the Holy Spirit to adjust to your life. We cannot be selfish. We need to be selfless. And so I think about you know how so many Christians are leaving the church and doing other things, getting into other things. Why? Because we are not allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to be released by the lack of us truly living out the word of God thank you Holy Spirit the Lord said to me um, he said Laurie, if I if the word in John it talks about if the word became flesh then our flesh must become the word and I was like so radically transformed by that just small phrases that change. And he said, if the word became flesh, then I need your flesh to become the word. Let me repeat it because it was that good and impactful. If Jesus was the word and the word became flesh, then we have, and God has given us the ability for to allow our flesh to become the word of God. But how do we do that? Read your Bible. Be intentional about seeking God. Be disciplined, guys. God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind we must understand and know the word of God Jesus is the truth we must understand the word of God to be able to discern the times discern what the Holy Spirit is doing and saying in these seasons and I'm telling you because it's happening to me manifestations of demonic spirits are taking place and we must be able to cast them out we must be able to bring deliverance into the world we must also be the light to the world the world is groaning for the sons and daughters of God to arise so we thank you father God we thank you Lord that nothing is possible without you Jesus you are the vine we, we are the branches and apart from you we can do nothing Jesus it's not by our might or power but it is by the spirit of God we thank you, Father God. Forgive us, Lord, for compromising the word of God. Forgive us for compromising who we are in you, Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you give us mercy, Father, that you give us and ignite our hearts, Jesus, to do the will of God, Father. I bind demonic spirits, any demonic disturbances, any demonic doubt, Father. We thank you, Father, that we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in high places. I thank you, Jesus, that you are the light in us, Father. And come, Holy Spirit, search us and know us. If there is any wicked thing in us, Father, I thank you for exposing it to us. I thank you, Father God, for bringing the light of Jesus into those areas in our lives. And I thank you, Father God, that this is not out of religion, Jesus, but this is because you are calling us into a deeper place. You are calling us to arise and be the sons and daughters of God with boldness, with with wisdom and courage, Father, that we would be the remnant that you are looking for, that you would go from From corner to corner of the earth father and look at us and be pleased with us jesus because we are living the word of god that we our flesh is becoming the word that anybody if nobody reads the bible jesus that they read our families that they read our lives lord and that we are the written word to others that do not yet know you jesus forgive us father god Forgive us if we have quenched and grieved the Holy Spirit, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for allowing us to be baptized with the Holy Spirit in greater ways, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for allowing the seal of the Holy Spirit to seal us, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that we will not be afraid, that we will stand up, Father, that we will rise up and step up to the plate of every area that you have called us to, Jesus we worship you Jesus God you are great you are mighty you are a wonderful counselor you are worthy of all praise Jesus we love you Jesus we thank you God that the blood of Jesus was shed on the cross for our sins father we thank you father God that you are changing and creating breakthroughs in our lives father that there is transformation in our lives Lord that that you surround us, Jesus, you surround us, that the angel of the Lord is encamping around us, and like your word says, Lord, that you place a wall of fire around us, Lord, that no demonic being, no no enemy can come and penetrate, Father. We thank you, Father. We say yes to the will of God for our lives. We say yes to the Holy Spirit in our lives. We say let your will be done in our lives, Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that we are led by your Spirit Father, for your glory, that you would receive your glory, Father, that is due, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in us and through us, in Jesus' name.